the Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, where lifelong learners share their proven formula to achieving what they desire most. These are the students of Self-Made You, who have invested in a higher education that is arguably more important than any other subject. They have mastered self to overcome obstacles and create what they once thought impossible. Now it's your turn to learn and listen from the student who has become the teacher. Class is now in session. Welcome back to the Secrets of the Self-Made. Today I have Erin Duffy. Now she is episode number 21 and I'm telling you that because this is one that you guys are going to want to go back and listen to. Erin is such a firecracker. Like every time I've ever had just a one-on-one conversation with her, or we've been fortunate to have her in a group call, you can't help but leave that conversation feeling lit up. So I'm so excited that she agreed to be on Secrets of the Self-Made. Hi, Erin. Hello, Tracy. Oh my God, this is such an honor. It's such a pleasure to be doing this with you. I mean, you know, I am your, I, I think I'm your biggest fan. I just adore you. And it just feels so great to be with you today. Thank you oh. so much for asking me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I know I could talk for hours with you. So let's jump into it. Tell my audience like who you are. Where did you grow up? Um, tell us like all the things. Well, let's see. So, you know, Aaron Duffy and you know, where did I grow up? I actually grew up in the San Francisco Bay area, um, with a big old family out there, love California and went to school down in Los Angeles. Um, I always wanted to be a singer actor, you know, as since when I was three years old, I just knew I wanted to sing and act and, You know, um, I had the opportunity to actually say that out loud one time when I was seven years old. And I remember my mother saying, oh, you can't do that. You'll starve in the street. So that sort of put me on this journey of, you know, a what? You know, starving in the street, but still pursuing it, but also being practical, too. Um, And when I went to college, I really wanted to do theater arts, but they said, no, we're not going to pay for that. So I did television and film production and a theater minor. Um, But then, you know, I ended up, you know, stepping myself into corporate America. I worked in Silicon Valley for a good 25 30 years in the creative services area, but also Tracy at the same time, I was singing and acting on the side. Actually, I actually created a dual career for a good 25 years. So while I was doing the corporate thing and climbing up the ladder, I was also a professional singer actor um, in town. And somewhere along the line, I will say I should share uh, with your audience is that also um, in the early 90s, I moved to Minneapolis. And I brought my job with me because at that point I came here. I'm like, I'm going to come here and be a singer and actor. Because by the way, just if anybody knows, the Twin Cities is known for its theater and music community. So it was a great place for me to move to. My former husband's job took us here. Um, But I also brought my job with me. And if you remember back in the early to mid 90s, telecommuting was not a thing. Right. And I had asked my boss because I really loved my job. But we were moving here and I said, what if, what if I 
telecommute it. And I drew up this plan of what that would look like, thinking they would all think I was blowing bubbles. And they're like, yeah, why not? Let's do this. And all the clients said, yeah, that'd be so great. And so I started that whole thing of telecommuting from my little home office in Minneapolis back in the early 90s. Now, this is before email. This is before the web. I mean, I was faxing things. If you, if people can actually remember a fax machine, um, and and then from this little office, I ended up telecommuting for the next 20, 25 years from here, watching the industry change. Mm -hmm. And as it was, I was also climbing up the ladder. So by the time um, two thousand fifteen came along. I was like VP of marketing and sales in my company. I was at the executive level. I was sort of helping running running the uh, the company. Um, but what was really fascinating, and Tracy, I think you might get this because you were in the creative space as well. Is for me, a lot of what drew me to be in creative services was the creative side, right? Really help putting incredible campaigns together and taking all that creative Aaron, Aaronisms into, into business. And what was happening is that was disappearing. We had a lot of offshoring happening. We had a lot of major, and we worked for some of the most biggest companies in Silicon Valley. A lot of it, the DIY stuff was happening and everything that drew me to work in creative services sl was slowly disappearing. Mm -hmm. And it was quite sad in a way. And I remember around the 2017 timeframe, I remember thinking, what is it about this job that keeps me here? And I really kind of assessed where I was and realized that the only thing I could say about my job at that point was that I got paid really well. And for anybody who knows me, I mean, pay is really important, but that's kind of like fourth on the list. Mm -hmm. And it dawned on me that the things that really drew me to the business, you know, being creative, mm -hmm. having, in, building incredible relationships with our clients, all of that had disappeared. And I realized it was time for me to go. And what was interesting is the same kind of thing was happening on the other side of my career, my performing career. I loved it. And, you know, I'm a, you know, singing and acting on stages. I also am a cabaret singer where I tell stories and song, put those together on stage. You know, I was also helping and teaching people how to do cabaret, doing a lot of gigs and clubs. And what was interesting at the same time, my corporate career, I was asking that question. Also my performing career, I was doing the same thing. Want to continue to do the same thing over and over again. I wish I could merge these two careers together and do something where I thought I could make a difference in the world. And that opportunity when I left corporate America suddenly happened. Yeah. I you. <laughs> okay. So let me just first and foremost, on behalf of all the women listening, thank you for pioneering. First off, thank you for having the courage to ask for what it is that you wanted to go to your boss back in you know California eat and 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 present what you really wanted for yourself for having the courage to do that and, and kind of a pioneer what we now know as kind of working remote and little did we know more of us would have that opportunity whether we wanted it or not but right <laughs> yeah you did it when nobody was doing it and right. so having that kind of a, that kind of courage 
is um, something that you should definitely be commended for. Secondly, I want to underscore, really shine a light on the fact that you did the work to assess like where your values are, what actually matters to you. Are you still getting from that career what it was that you most desired? Did you ever get it, right? It's like, you got to ask those hard questions. And so kudos to you for doing the work and really taking on that responsibility to be really holistic about, you know, assessing what it is that you want from it. And are you actually getting that any longer? Right. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out because there was one statement I said to myself multiple times, especially those last five years in corporate. I, I wish I didn't feel like a square peg in a round hole. Mm. And it became very obvious to me that that's how it felt like, and, and Tracy, I did a great job of squeezing myself into that square. Pe- I seriously, obviously I did. I mean, look at the success I had, yeah. but I never quite felt like I totally belonged. I made myself belong, right? I fit myself into that box that corporate made me do it. Like the world made me do it. That was just how it was, you know, and I, and I fulfilled it by also having this dual career, right? Singing and acting and doing that fulfilling part. But I'm like, oh, I wish I could have both of that. I was tired of it. And I said, by the time when 2015 came around, I do remember hearing that voice inside saying, gosh, I really wish I could merge these two careers together. Now, back in 2015, Tracy, I would have laughed at myself like, yeah, what is that? Mm -hmm. I I mean, I remember you saying, yeah, well, that's never going to happen. But that was that voice. That's that voice inside all of us Mm -hmm. that is always there. And Mm -hmm. it rearing itself up going, hey, I'm still here. And oh, by the way, you don't have to feel like this. Mm -hmm. And I used to, I don't know, I I wonder how other people feel in their career. There were times when I would look around at other leaders and other people I worked with, and they just seemed so content and so excited about what they were doing. And I just thought, gosh, I wonder what that feels like. I mean, I remember saying that to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I, there's times when I wish, I mean, you know, hindsight's 2020, right? If I had just asked myself all those questions and assessed myself like in 2012, yeah, probably would have left earlier. But then I also know that's not what life's supposed to be like, right? right. This right. is the journey that we're on. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of us just to pay attention to what, what we're saying, what, what are, what that voice inside is telling us, because that is, that's our true essence. Yeah. And we have to listen. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't. Yeah. And, but there always comes a time in everybody's career where that voice comes back, it rears itself up and says, Hey, I'm still here. And it's a matter of, are you going to listen to it or are you not going to listen to it? Yeah. So, so when, what was that year that you hit that crossroad where you were, you know, uh, making that decision of, am I going to listen to that voice or not? You know, um, 2015 was the first time I really paid attention, but it was 2017 and it was April, 2017 
when I, I just remember it. Well. I remember the day. And I just realized because my company had literally transformed in a direction that really did not fit me at all. We had merged our two businesses together. They asked me to stay on to help with the merger, which I did, which I loved and build a new team. And as soon as a new company was formed, and that was 2017, it was interesting. That voice was like, what are you doing here? And I remember it was April 2017. Something had happened in the business. And I realized that no one is on the same page I am. No one is really hearing me. They're not listening to me. My voice is being stunted here. And also, I don't care about the direction this business is going in. Even though it's very successful, it just wasn't aligned with what I stood for. It wasn't aligned with my values. And when I realized that moment, when I realized the only thing I could tell people about my job was that I got paid well, like I have never said that in my career. I've never said, oh gosh, Tracy, I have the best job in the world because I get paid so well. That would be the last thing you'd hear out of my mouth. Okay. I would first say, oh my God, because I work with the best people. And oh, my clients are this. And you would believe this incredible campaign we just delivered. Oh my God, this video was so bad. That's what you would have heard. Mm -hmm. But if you were hearing, I get paid really well, you'd be like, Aaron, girl, you got to get out of there. Yeah. You know? And that was the moment. And, that's, and then it was three months, three months later. I, and I literally said, I'm done. Yeah. And I couldn't, and when it was really interesting, Tracy, when I said those words, I'm done. It felt as if someone had taken the weight of 50 pounds off my shoulders. Yeah. I wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. And by the way, I had no idea what I was going to do next. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a job lined up. I was lucky because I had a tremendous package. First time in my life, I never didn't have to work. I, I always worked. I never had a maternity leave because I didn't have kids and I never got laid off. So suddenly I had these like 10, 11 months of like time to figure out what next. <laughs> what an incredible experience. Oh my gosh. That's what I was thinking. What a, what a beautiful gift. And so if you are listening right now and you're feeling unsettled or you might actually recognize that you're at a crossroads mm -hmm. where you can be asking yourself some really good high quality questions yep. um i want you to really listen up because aaron she listened she was feeling unsettled she was feeling worried. She was feeling confused. She didn't know what that next step was, but she did know enough to like listen to that inner voice and just take the next step. She didn't have to have it all figured out. She just needed to take that next step. And boy, am I glad that that next step <laughs> led us to meet. We have a mutual friend who I have got to get on this podcast. I'm just sitting here and thinking, thinking, why has she not been on this podcast, right? So Maria Retan, if, if you're listening, I can't even thank you enough for introducing Aaron and I. But um, so Aaron came to Self Made You at the recommendation of our friend Maria. Yeah. And um, tell us, like, what was I, we know that, you know, we both trust, highly trust Maria. So I think yeah. that that's probably what attracted you. Yeah. Um, 
But tell us a little bit about that journey, like from where you were at. We know you were at a crossroads. We know that you you declared out loud, I'm done. Yep. So what what happened after that? What was it's one of the best moments, the best, most transformative moments of this journey. Um so you and I met about six months after I had left. And what I did at that point is I had figured out what I want to do next, what I didn't want to do next. That was big, by the way. That's a big step to define what are the things you don't want to do anymore and throwing them, not throwing them, but literally parking them and blessing them. Thank you so much for how you served me and then move on to your next chapter. So I got very, very clear on everything by the end of 2017. I mean, the LinkedIn was updated. My resume was updated. I was ready to interview come 2018. And I was so excited. And then the big moment for me was my father passed away at the very end of 2017, unexpectedly. And Tracy, something shifted inside me. It was this strange shift, could not have put words on it. It took me a couple of weeks to put words on it. But what I was able to say was that the person I was before my father passed away, that one who was so clear and she couldn't wait to interview, felt like she was so far over in a corner somewhere behind a veil and I could not really get to her. And I was suddenly at this point of, I didn't know what was next. I And I remember telling my husband, I really don't know what's next for me, but I have a feeling it's going to look very different than we thought. And I'm so lucky and blessed for the fact that I have the most supportive and loving husband because he just looked at me and said, sweetheart, you don't need to go find anything right now. In fact, now would not even be the right time to interview. Just take your time. And and then I had a call with, with you. And, and, and I remember, and I love to tell your audience this, I literally almost canceled. And the reason I did is because I was also talking to another good friend of ours, Cheryl Lightsu. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Cheryl, I'm meeting with Maria today. I mean, not Maria, excuse me, but with Tracy today. And I don't, I think I should cancel it because I think I'm going to waste her time because I was so lost. I was so completely without a path. And, um, and Cheryl's like, no, you should do it. I'm like, yeah, you know, and I, and that's me, I'm going to show up at a call. And I am telling you, you listened so clearly. I was very honest with you. I told you exactly where I was at. I apologized even. I'm like, I am so sorry, but I thought, you know, this is where I was and I have no idea, but I laid it out for you. And I told you really clearly that all I know, Tracy, is that what, you know, my father passed away and my God, I could be here for five days. I could be here for 50 years. I have no idea. But what I do know is I don't want to waste another moment spending time in something that is not fulfilling that I'm not making a difference, that I'm not inspiring, not making, like being all of myself. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't know what that was. And you were so great. And I told you, I said, I really, I, I know I don't want to start a business. And you were so great. This is the line that was the game changer. You said, Aaron, I think this program's perfect for you. You may not come out with a business, but you will come out with a life's path. And that phrase right there 
was the game changer for me. That is exactly what it, I needed to hear at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's do this. And it was the best decision I ever made. Because if you remember, I started taking your program and within four weeks, I had an idea for a business. Yep. And I'll never forget you and the other people in the group were like, when I read read what I had written down that day, you know, um, and I'm looking here because I, I actually, I, I said, I believe that everyone is capable of finding their true authentic self and voice. Um, and by doing that and embracing that, they embrace their true nature and their true story. And you and a couple other people online said, well, that sounds like the beginning of a business. I'll never forget that moment. And I'm like, really? You're like, absolutely. And remember from that moment, I dug in. I was digging in. And I would say, Tracy does challenge you. That is for sure. I mean, you had me do some crazy things. But by, what was it, by June, when we had our converse, our last conversation, when the program ended, before we moved into the next part of Self Made You, um, I said, Tracy, I think I'm going to do this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I look back at that time so fondly and I, and I, today, almost every day, I do a call with somebody who, who will describe their current situation, their, what they're currently experiencing as something that is passionless. Like mm-hmm. they lost their purpose. They've lost their passion. Um, they have no idea what the next chapter holds. Mm-hmm. And I love business. I love the strategy behind business. I love to help other women create businesses, especially purpose-driven businesses. Mm-hmm. And so hearing you utter those words and seeing you light up and watching like your skills align with your values was just nothing short of, you know, spectacular. And I knew too, immediately that this was your calling. This is absolutely what you're meant to do. So here we are, April 13th of 2022. Tell us a little bit about this business, who you help and how you do it. And yeah, so, you know, I love what I do because I work with men and women that are at that mid-career point and they're having that mid-career crisis, that crossroads of what what now? You know, they, they, they've reached a level of success. Um, they have everything. They've done everything. They're, they've climbed that ladder and they're at that point where they're saying, is this as good as it gets? Or I have so much, but why am I unhappy? Why am I miserable? Why am I kind of bored? You know, but they can't, they can't figure it out, but they know, they know deep down inside, they know they're ready to define what is next, but they just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's where, that's where I come in because that's I, sweet spot. yeah, that is my sweet spot. And I mean, I come in and I help them go for that change, you know, hear that call. And, you know, I created that guided process. It's called own your story, change your life. And this is where, you know, you're going to rediscover and own the wisdom of your life experiences and stories. And that is going to transport you 
on your career journey, put you in charge of it. And really, it's like answering that voice inside of you, because that's what that voice is, what that is in you going, why am I bored? Why am I miserable? Is this as good as it gets? And I'm telling you, some of my clients are at the C-suite. Okay, it's not just like, you know, mid-level people. We're talking leaders. We're talking directors. Everybody has this point in their career because as we get in our career, you know, in our 20s and our 30s, we're starting to like, you know, we're learning and we're, you know, emulating and we're like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do this. And sometimes we kind of shed a little bit of ourselves at the door before we walk in. We lose a little bit of ourselves. We might be that at home, but we walk into our professional lives and we might not be truly our authentic self. We may not truly bring our authentic voice into the office, into the room, into the video camera, because most of us are on camera these days. And what happens is that true essence of you starts to say, hey, I'm still here. That that call is me. And when I work with my clients, you know, a lot of times people will be at this point and they'll go and think it's because of the, the job that they have or the company they work for. So they'll go and they'll go find another job or they'll go and find a position or they'll go and do something else or go back and get you know another degree, but they haven't done the work. They haven't done the answering that voice work, right? And they're recreating the wheel. You know, they're, they're doing the same thing because the answer is not outside, right? The answer is right smack dab here in your soul. That's that voice. And I always say, you know, you know me, theater, film, television, you know, I always refer to Dorothy because remember Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz went on a nice big old adventure. But in the end, the answer was always in her backyard. And I always tell my clients, the answer's right there. You just have to find it. I mean, we dig into, you know, finding out what lights you up. What's your passion? What's your, what I call your emotional DNA, your emotional DNA. And what that is, is what lights you up? What are the five things? What are the five things that you have to have? And most people can't say them, but when you figure them out, I call them your non-negotiables. This goes back, Tracy, to when I realized in 2017 that the only thing I could say about my job was I got paid well. Right. You know, oh my God, what was I missing? I was missing the things that light me up, my emotional satisfaction DNA, yeah. those non-negotiables. And when you don't have your those non-negotiables, you're in the wrong place. That's your first, first little marker that something's not right when you discover those. And then you start to dig into your values and your traits and then your life-defining stories. And let me tell you, the answer is right there. And what's so amazing about the work, Tracy, is from the day one, the transformation starts because people start to hear more and more and more of themselves. They start to open up their voice more and they start stepping into who they are. And that man, that puts them above and beyond anybody else that's on that career transformation road because they're so strong in who they are. And it's very, very powerful. And it's so much fun. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I So for those of you who are listening, and you might consider yourself kind of midlife, but at any level professionally, mm -hmm. if you're feeling unsettled, if you're feeling like you don't know what your next step is, 
Aaron is the person to help you hear that voice. We all have that voice. Mm-hmm. It's it might be really pushed down. You it might be it might take a little bit of work to reveal that voice, but you've got it. You you've got, got it. to be able to recognize it, hear it, and understand it. Yes. Like those are all three different things. And Aaron's going to be able to help you navigate through all of that. Um, and then next is use it, right? You got to be able to use it. And Aaron is like, that's her superpower right there. Like, as you guys have probably witnessed through listening to this podcast, listen to how Aaron uses her voice. It's very powerful. It's the genesis of it is the values that she had to reveal. And now she goes out and serves other people through her purpose, her passion. Like there is not a better way of illustrating what it means to be self-made. Like Aaron is a living, breathing, walking example of what it means to be self-made. And absolutely every single person, it's available to everyone. Absolutely. I so agree. And, you know, um, the one phrase I use all the time with my clients and really with your audience and what I truly believe at my core, and this comes from my cabaret world, um, Barbara Cook, fabulous cabaret singer. She's passed away a few years back. She, she stated this many years ago is transformative to me as a cabaret per- performer, but also as a businesswoman. And I use it every single day. If you show up 100% authentically you, you have no competition. And the world needs you to be that. They don't want you to be a copy of somebody else. They want you to bring your true essence and your true voice to the world. It is so empowering and it's so transformative, not only to you, but to the world. It is amazing to watch when you show up as a self-made person, right? When you show up as your authentic self, what you do to a room of people whether it's just you're in a meeting with somebody or you're at a, even a cocktail party. It's amazing what will happen. People become comfortable, more grounded. They want that. Mm-hmm. I always want people to be an example of being in their authentic voice because that is what the world is screaming for. Business world, personal world, everything. Yeah. And, um, and it makes you feel no longer as a square peg in a round hole. Thank God that you recognized that you were that you were that square peg that was trying to be forced into a shape that you didn't want to take on, right? right? And you actually had the skills to do that. Being an actor, you could have oh, yeah. done that. But oh, thank yeah. God you recognized that this is not me being authentic. And when I want to be authentic. I want to be my genuine self. This is not the acting part of my career. This is not where I show up to act. This is where I want to show up to be my authentic self. So thank God you called a timeout. You didn't know exactly how this path was going to be laid out for you, but you were willing to take the next step and really go inward on that and listened to the voice that you found. And the evolution of that is nothing short of spectacular to watch from an outsider watching this Mm -hmm. unfold is just, it's such an honor. It's such a privilege. 
Um, thank you so thank much. You. Where can my audience find you? They can find me on my website, um, which is Inspiration Squared, and Squared is S-Q-R-D. It's all one word, inspirationsquared.com. And also, I'm on Instagram under Inspiration Squared. Follow me there. I have great stories there, um, as well as LinkedIn and Facebook. So I'm all over, um, and I'm out there all the time talking about the power of your voice and the power of stepping into who you are. Um, I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Tell me quickly, like, where did Inspiration Squared, where did the name come from? Okay, you'll love this story. <laughs> so when I was leaving corporate, my fabulous husband said, Aaron, when you leave, you do not want to leave with an email that says, hey, if you want to continue to stay in touch, here's my email and give them your Gmail address. We need to give you a company name. And so... I'm like, really? He goes, yes, no, we need to do that. So we sat here actually at this desk and he goes, so what are you thinking? What, 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 when you think about what you want to do next, what, 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 how do you want to show up? And I said, all I know is I want to take all of my talents, my gifts, my, you know, passions, my experiences, my skills, and do something that inspires the world and makes a difference. And inspiration kept coming up as we were talking. He goes, okay, inspiration, that's such a great word. So we put it over here. And then the more we talked about, it, he said, you know, square, he came up with this squared idea because if you inspire one person, that person may inspire others and so on and so forth. And you want to be that world of inspiration. So we came up with inspiration squared. We went and bought the URL, okay? We also got a Google number and made it a business number. So the day I left my company, I said, you know, I said, everybody, really nice thank you note. And I wrote this little paragraph. I really don't know what's next, but I kind of state what I just stated. I want to take all my passions, everything. And they said, if you want to stay in touch with me, you know, here's my email and my phone number. And oh my God, Tracy, was that a huge game changer? Everybody, rather than like, oh, Erin's leaving. I wonder what she's going to do next. Oh, poor her. It was like, Oh my God, Erin's leaving. She's starting a business, even though I wasn't at that moment. But it was just the perception. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. It made it definitely sent a message that you were doing this with intention. And I love, like, I think about the fact that you are taking lessons that you learned from that experience where you felt like a square peg being forced into a shape that you weren't. Yeah. And it actually kind of became part of the name. It's I like, know, right? I, don't know. <laughs> I never thought about that. You're right. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's so interesting because after I made the decision with you and me, when I said, we're going for this, yep. because I had business cards and everything. Like I went out, you know, for I that yep. eight months that I was, and, and then you and I, and I was at inspiration square, but, I made the decision in June of 18. And I remember in October of 18, I was working with a marketing agency. It was going to help me kind of put my initial like, you know, messaging and um, um, website together. And I remember uh, the gal, she was great. She challenged me. She goes, you know what? The name, are you thinking about changing it? And, and she was challenging me because she's like, you know, I think maybe you need to change it. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm like, no, that's the name. This is what I stand for. And no, we're not changing it. You know, and it was, and I love that. I was just so clear, yeah. so clear. I wasn't like, wow, God, good question. Let me think about that. Uh-uh. I was like, no, it stays. 
this is my, this is my company name and this is what I stand for. And it's yeah. just like, so I, I love my husband for being so clear about that. He goes, no, you need to, I mean, I never would have thought about doing that. You know, That's I just, I've never seen it before. I've never seen somebody leave and have a company name. Never. Yeah. Yeah. So again, just like I was in 1992 saying, can I telecommute again? Doing that was sort of similar as well. When you think about it, it's yeah. stepping into listening in a way I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not leaving with the Gmail address. No, I'm, I know I have a company. Yeah. Even having one, but it was, yeah, <laughs> it sort of stood as kind of like your manifesto. That's yeah. what it like became. It was like your declaration and it yeah. to, in a way to leave them. So, oh, I love that. And like I said, I could sit here and talk to you for hours. <laughs> You're the best. I mean, literally, I honestly, I, well, you know this, you're always part of my story. You always will be, you or will always be a huge mentor of mine forever and ever. Um, I always call upon Tracy, um, but I can't thank you enough for believing in me at a time when I really had no idea. And it was, you were that transformative moment that you heard the call, you heard it, you heard what I said. And when you said life's path, boom, and here we are. So thank you for yeah. everything. It's been my honor, my friend. It's been my yeah. honor. So thank you for sharing with my audience. If you want to learn more about finding your life's path, hearing, being at that crossroads, but not hearing that voice and getting the help that you need to first hear the voice understand what that voice is saying, and then using that mm -hmm. voice for your next steps. Erin is the person that you need to reach out to. So look her up, Inspiration Squared. I promise you she will take you down the path that you need to know. All right. So thank you so much for being here, Erin. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Thank, thank you so much for listening to the secrets of the self-made. Erin had tons of secrets to share <laughs> and come back next week where we will interview another self-made success story and hear their secrets as well. Talk to you soon. you are ready to overcome your biggest obstacles and create what you once thought impossible, I want to invite you to join the Self-Made Mind and Body program, where you will learn how to master yourself. It's the only thing that stands in the way of what you want most. Learn more at www.self-made and the letter u.com.